chuck breather. You can start whenever you like. Okay. Hello, and welcome to Bunda Vista, episode 318. Uh, this is a show where we dive into some of the weirdest news of the week that you haven't heard. Uh, first, we need to get through a bizarre and often adversarial introduction scenario foisted by one of the hosts upon the others. It bears saying this for new listeners sometimes. I'm Theo, and allow me to lead you by the hand through a house of pure sensation. Within this place, you will find pleasure and pain if you seek it. Everything here is brass and velvet, polished and sharp, (laughs) tasteful and exuberant. The rooms are all openings and desire trails, omniliminal, rounding and thrusting your mind's eye from function to form. Likewise, the carpet and stuccoed walls play tricks with the sound, dulling it and exciting it, so that yelps and moans are hammered into the spaces like a dull ache. Even so, if you stop, you can make out the sounds of soft jazz, filling every sanguine space of robed and masked figures dressed in silk and fur and mother and pearl, intermeshed like chainmail or snake skin or emperor's robes. It barely needs saying that people are going at it hammer and tongs. It is basically dong and muff city here. Follow me further to a room away from the rest, where the clamour and sweat can rest for a moment. The linoleum tiles here an almost perverse nod towards practicality, quite alien to this house. Upon them, trestle tables are lined with bain-maries holding muffins, chow mein, and wet eggs. This is where you'll find me, loading my plate with a connoisseur's eye. Here I will not be rushed. Arriving at the buffet in line behind me, looking for an IBS-friendly option, it's Lucy. Hi there, I'm Theo. Did you find Hi. what you're after here? Um, look, I didn't because nothing is IBS-friendly. Yeah. But all of this is going to make me go to the toilet. The bacon is dairy-free, I think. <laughs> and and it, we're here at a buffet where there's yeah. also like everyone's going hammer and tong on each other's dongs and yeah. the other thing. Well, this is the but this is. The buffet is not the point. This is just a practicality. Because we need to eat. Yeah, when uh, when and you're who, taking a little break from the orgy. Who could say why people might find this alienating as a means <laughs> of beginning a podcast? <laughs> Have you been to the toilet yet? No. Did you notice? Oh, well, then you wouldn't have noticed that the uh, toilet yes. floors were all a bit wet. Why were uh, they wet? But, yeah, that was me. Um, sorry, that came off a bit a bit weird. I'm a bit uh, trouble with strangers. Um, I'm just like a, a toilet technician. Uh, self-taught, I mean. Um, it's sort of my hobby. Uh, I'm not licensed as a plumber or anything, but uh, don't get me started on that. Uh, I noticed that the flushes here were a bit weak, and I actually have a bunch of pumps in my car that I keep for opportunities <laughs> just like this. So I grabbed them, and I ran a bunch of cables from the power points behind. You know those huge floor lamps that have the dudes fucking up top? And uh, I basically like turbo-flushed the charges uh, might have gone a bit far so when you do get up there you come back you find me and I'll, I'll still be here and you tell me what you think yeah when you're a guy that knows a bit about toilets it's actually hard to turn the brain off uh, even when you want to like take movies for example uh, they get toilets wrong all the time like you know in Pulp Fiction where Bruce Willis's character only finds out that John Travolta's character is in the same house because the toaster is on 
Uh, well, that toilet is actually a large bore cola model, and it is loud. It's like Beats by Dre of toilets, and the low end is insane. Like even one little toot or squeak on that bad boy, uh, and you'd hear it standing on the street. No way would Bruce Willis's character not know he was in there. Contrast this to, uh, you know, the scene in The Master where Joaquin Phoenix is in jail and Philip Seymour Hoffman visits him. Phoenix gets so upset that he goes apeshit and he ends up smashing the toilet. Mm-hmm. Well, that was actually a reproduction jail cell uh, right down to the porcelain. Joaquin Phoenix actually broke it by accident. Uh, what a result, though, to get that on film. It shatters just like the real thing in a period-accurate way. And it's just like it's one of those things that you could count on. Uh, from a P.T. Anderson movie, you know. Did you like The Master? Haven't have, have seen it. Okay, I'm not have like weird it. about this stuff or anything. Like, I'm not anal about no, it. No, you sound normal about pun, it. Pun not intended, but not avoided. Like, you know in Train Spotting, where Ewan McGregor's character dives into the toilet and swims past turds and needles and stuff? Uh-huh. Like, I know that's not possible. Believe me, if anyone knows that that's not possible, it's me. But you have to leave space for artistic intent, you know? Uh a lot of people think that that scene is from the book because the movie is based on a book. Mm. Uh, but it's actually a reference to Gravity's Rainbow where Slothrop has to do much the same thing. Uh, it's a pretty pivotal scene for the literary toilet heads. Uh, you know, it, it actually it casts a pretty long shadow in like fiction and toilets and stuff. But like sometimes I can't, I just can't look past something that's, that's just wrong. It's like, it's just not working. Like, did you see, I think you should leave. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Is this, you're kind of making eyes towards the door. Is there somewhere else that you? No, no, no. This is super interesting. Okay. Like, yeah. It's sorry. It's not often you get to talk to someone that really knows about this stuff. So yeah, I think you should leave. <laughs> you kind of lost me at the first episode. Like you, you probably know the scene where the guy hires the plumbers, but after a lot of effing and Jeff and they end up replacing his toilet with one. Uh, it's just that- for farts. Uh, yeah, I quote, it's got a little hole that's just for farts. Uh, it's, uh, you know, I mean, this is ludicrous on its face, right? First of all, the tolerances on that thing would be crazy. It would cost like a million bucks. Uh, and even the most trivial finite element analysis would show that it would shatter at the, jo- at, at the joint there, you know, the, the really weak point, uh, the moment anyone sat on it. Like, but the worst part is the concept that it's just for farts, right? Like a lot of people don't know, but water is actually super incompressible. So how is the fart going to go down the S bend? Mm. It's not, of course, it's just going to ooze out the top, just like a regular toilet. Um, I'm sorry. Like if you can't even get the basics right, then it's just too distracting distracting for me. Uh, Actually, one thing they got right is the behavior of those plumbers. (laughs) Absolute (laughs) yahoos. They think that just because they've got the piece of paper that says they could do this stuff, they know more than the next guy, especially if that next guy has access to a little site called YouTube, a thing <laughs> called a freaking brain, all right? Oh, hey, one of the refectory workers is coming over to refill the horrible moist bacon Bain Marie wearing a spotless uniform with a capital S. And the weariest look I've seen in a while, it's Ben. Uh, hey, man, how's your night been? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's... um. Yeah, it's been good. Yeah, good. cool. Do you notice some mad dog made the <laughs> toilets upstairs flush like super good? I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm just... so glad. Like the flush on them before was so weak. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. do you mind if I eat here even if I don't have an armband? Um, I don't care, man. The <laughs> bacon's dairy free. You can do whatever you like. It's fine. Now that you're here, Ben, I might just, I just, I might just head off. 
Well, no, I'm out the door as well. I've dropped the bacon. So no, I'm but I've, like, I've already left. Like, I'm, wait, wait, I'm, it's going to be really awkward if I leave and you're not. You're, I, you're leaving too. We're both trying to get through the door. Three Stooges. <laughs> 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 Can I, Theo? And I hate to pull back the curtain a little bit. Oh, please. I'm only going to. I'm just going to. I want to say a couple of phrases to you. I'm going to quote yeah. back some phrases to you that you said to oh, us. I, I was wondering you what you were writing. You were taking yeah. some notes there, like I just a wanna, psychologist. Just you don't have to respond I'm to these in like any way. I'm a psychologist, way. I would say. I just here we go. I'm going to say yeah. brass and velvet. Yeah, the two sexiest materials. Oh, mm-hmm. it goes without saying. First ones that came to mind. Yep. Uh-huh. Omniliminal. Mm. What a very interesting word. That's mm. very intriguing. Holds as far as the eye can see. Mm. Linoleum tiles. Linoleum tiles. Now, yeah. is this a linoleum analog of tiles? So it's sort of a tile print on linoleum. Oh, yes, absolutely. Sorry, I probably have gotten the nomenclature. I'm more of a toilet guy. Yes. I've got mm. the nomenclature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the yeah. word's wrong there. That's right, the ligatures. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, turbo flushed the charges. Fuck. Mm. <laughs> yep. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the beats by Dre of toilets. Yeah. So that was sort of the loudest thing that you could think of. It's well, for of, this guy, the character. The character of a guy who has a special interest. Yeah. Yes. Like he's got okay, and, and that's and not you. A lot that's of low ends. That's not me. There's I none probably, of you in it this was character. Made, made up. I'm not interested in the loudest, loudest things. I want some balanced audio technicas yes. so that you get the you, you're getting the piss and the turds. Yeah, I'm on those ATM fifty X's. Yeah, baby. Oh, the wired, obviously, because you know we're not fucking yeah. here. Sorry, I have one more here. The mm-hmm. tolerances would be crazy. Yeah. What tolerances on the pipe? Like on the on the S, Tolerance on the porcelain of S end, yeah, where okay. it meets the thing. They'd be know? crazy, crazy. Yeah, yeah you, you should ask nuts. the character, not me. Oh, yeah, yeah, interesting. And it also, this seems like this might be the character again, but it it seems like a recurring theme throughout this podcast that you just you love two things: Paul Thomas Anderson and Thomas Pynchon. Wouldn't it be crazy if they did something together? What if they collab? Wouldn't be crazy. That'd be nuts. Yeah. It'd be the best thing of all time. Yeah. Sometimes I just go and revisit the um the clip of. Uh, what's the guy that's built like a brick? Like, specifically shaped like a brick. The cop from um, the movie. Josh Brolin? Josh Brolin. Thank you. Where he's eating the frozen banana in the oh car. Oh, my God. It's oh, wonderful. Yeah. What a wonderful movie. God, it's good. <laughs> and it's all like, he's not even in focus, but you can tell he's, he's tongue in the tip of he, that thing. He's having the time of his life. A little smile on his mouth. And then a little gag. <laughs> Check out Inherent Vice oh, and don't man. do what I did and watch it for the first time on a on a plane on like a <laughs> fucking like thirteen inch screen. That's horrible. Have you got any more written material from that intro no, that's that you it. Need eleven, to... twelve, almost twelve minutes? Yeah. Well, we, yeah, yeah. The clock's been running for a little longer than. Well, uh, you know, when you've got such a good concept, the kind of the words just flow. Sometimes a full sixth of an episode of a podcast should be the introduction. Yeah, we're budging up towards a quarter, yeah. That's right. It's warming you up. You know, you can't just dive straight we, in. You need a little We have to be in the space to create. Yeah. We, yes. We're like your hype men for the, for the podcast that we yes. also do and perform. That's correct. Yeah. Yes. Get ready for Bunta Vista. <laughs> you know it's going to be crazy. <laughs> hey, <laughs> there are lots of places in the world that crazy things happen, and we like to visit them sometimes. One of those crazy places... Is the zoo. It's time for Zoo Watch. Zoo Watch. 
Possible to imagine that that was made by a 40 year old white man. Hmm. This comes to us from WFAA in Dallas, Fort Worth. Remember that tweet? No? Uh, oh, I do. Yeah. yeah. The for, Is that the if a man puts his booty up in the air while he's eating the pussy, you know, I'm going to dick your shit? What? That one? <laughs> and then it says fa at the end. Uh, yeah. It's not, I don't remember. <laughs> and if you didn't I understand did, anything, I, don't, I, I said, didn't. I'm glad I didn't. That felt let good. It, let it wash over you like mm. waves mm. washing over a, a rocky shore. Um, I'm not going to read the headline uh, to you on this one because I, I just, I don't, I want you to arrive at it with the same level of surprise and wonderment I did. The Fossil Rim Wildlife Centre in Glen Rose offers guests the chance to drive their cars through its 1,800-acre wildlife conservation facility and see exotic animals up and close and in person, all in an effort to, in the organisation's own words, quote, inspire positive change in the way people think, feel, and act with nature. Yeah. That sounds very nice. That is nice. And I feel at home in my Skoda. Oh, my God. Imagine. You're in your Skoda. You're driving around. You're looking at all sorts of exotic animals from the comfort of your own Skoda. It's basically the dream. Or one of the dreams. Along a two-lane paved road that traverses the property, guests can observe species ranging from cheetahs and emus to bongos and rhinos, all up close and personal. I need, I a, need to ask what a bongo what is. What is a bongo? We've done this before, but... Bongo animal. Mm. Oh, it's a type of antelope. Oh. Yes. Tragalaphus okay. uracerus, if that helps anyone. Oh, oh gotcha. <laughs> I don't know things by their common names. That's I find it gauche. Yeah. Oh, it's it's. I mean, you don't have to remember if you're using the Latin. You can kind of. You can figure it out. You can get to it by first principles. Yeah, you can be like, oh, this is Eucharitus Doctor Whois. Hmm. That's very helpful. You Thank know it you. Was named nerd. by a huge nerd. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a loser <laughs> named this. <laughs> Uh, they could even feed the wildlife by tossing food pellets, which are provided yeah. free of charge by park staff alongside their cars for the animals to eat. That is true of any animal that you can drive near with your car, by the yes. way. You can drive by, toss out food pellets, yeah. pellets yeah. if you want to. You can to. do it to people. Just throw McDoubles out of your window at <laughs> groups of I people sitting in a park. I would love it if someone threw a wrapped McDouble to me. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine just like... Armfuls of McDoubles. You're standing in the tray of a ute. You're blasting. Kid Rock. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And you're going, <laughs> they're free McDoubles. And yeah. you're just throwing them at oh. people at New Farm Park. You don't do the little ring you're road. Blissful. I'm just doing my <laughs> random act of, acts of kindness today. <laughs> I'm paying it forward. I'm paying it forwards. <laughs> and you can throw a McDouble shot put style as well, which is yeah. nice. Yeah, I feel like you'd. Them. Yeah. You don't want to spin it. I feel like that encourages the wrap to come off. <laughs> Uh, only the giraffes on property are allowed to be fed by hand, the centre's website explicitly states. Yeah, it's, that's one of those rules that they kind of put in there as a joke, because how are you going to reach? Yeah. How are you going to reach? What a wonderful question. I wonder if this article will answer that. Quote, you are putting yourself, your passengers, and your vehicles in danger if you hand feed any other animals. The fossil rim 
website reads, quote, toss the feed away from your vehicle so animals are less likely to bump into it. Please set a good example for other guests. This is immediately the dumbest fucking idea I've ever heard. I think there are a lot of places just like f- this. Yeah. Do we but have like any of these in Australia? You've got to throw the feed far enough away that the animal's not near your car. That like the rhino doesn't knock your yeah. i30 over? <laughs> because that'll happen. We've got like open range zoos, but like they take you in their little safari car. You can't just yeah. drive your own car in, right? I feel like, can you? is Western Plains Zoo got a drive through component? I've never been out there. I don't know. Turns out, though, there's some danger in hand-feeding the giraffes as well. Shortly after noon on Thursday, Granbury resident Carrie Hill was visiting Fossil Rim with her 18-year-old son, her 15-year-old son, and her one-year-old granddaughter when a giraffe stopped by her car for a quick hello. Now, this sounds whimsical. Yeah. How delightful. We were stopped at the giraffe area when a giraffe came and stuck his head in the sunroof, Hill told WFAA. (laughs) All was great until he lost his balance and fell onto my windshield. <laughs> oh, oh no. my god! Oh no! At that point, Hill said the previously charming situation quickly became a scary one. No shit! You've it got was... a giraffe with his head stuck in your car. Previously charming. <laughs> the situation once charming. <laughs> Quote, the windshield started caving in while he was flailing, trying to get his footing back, oh Hill said. God. Imagine we were... if he came up still wearing the car on his head like a little hat. <laughs> You're driving one of those little two-seater smart cars for real estate Whoa. agents that picks you clean up. <laughs> Quote, we were covered in glass, and I thought it was about to turn very bad. But yeah. then the giraffe regained his footing and took off. As the giraffe took off, so did Hill and her car. We pulled off and I made sure the kids got all the glass off them and put everyone in the back seat while I called the park's emergency hotline to escort us out of there, she said. My car had to be towed and I had to file an insurance claim. Do you think that was covered by her insurance? That's just so much fun. Hey. um, So. so, (laughs) You're not going to believe this. Please believe this. Uh, In a statement provided to WFAA on Friday, a Fossil Rim spokesperson called the situation, quote, unfortunate. (laughs) It's probably not. Yeah. Mate, I don't know if that covers it. I can't get over the idea of, like, a giraffe tripping over or slipping. It's so funny to me. It's really funny. Because that guy's not getting up easy. The the legs are kind of going blurry, like they're, like... Cartoon style. Big, yeah, big yeah. pile of marbles. Yeah. Just inherently like comical animal. Yeah. They're not a serious animal. They're no. not a serious animal. They need to get it together. And then They're you goofy. see those videos of them like stamping something to death, like five giraffes just <laughs> no. like trampling someone. You're like, oh, come on, guys. And That's I'm not, not going a good to danger. either. Google. Yeah. <laughs> Gangs of marauding giraffes <laughs> beat animals to death. It's like when like passive animals in a video game accidentally get their like aggressive flag flicked or whatever, yeah. and they're using all the wrong limbs to try and uh, smash at your cyber truck or whatever. So like when you aggro the turkeys in Far Cry Five, you're like, yeah. "Hey, this can't be right." Yeah. <laughs> oh, That's actually, this is um, this is a little personal side. So you know, I've mentioned before that uh, my sweet, beautiful son Lewis has a like a a horrible bloodlust for uh, guinea fowl. Yeah, he wants to kill guinea fowl. So we we went out to the farm yesterday and I was like, oh shit, the guinea fowl here. 
And I put him on, well, George and I put him on the lead to be like, just in case he pops off at them again. But he completely ignored them this time, which is fucking amazing. He had no interest in chasing after them, didn't try and kill them. That was great. But the guinea fowl saw him coming and started doing the very specific noise they make that's like, hey, hey, fuck off. Hey, get out of here. Leave me alone. Except they were running directly towards him oh. from like quite a long distance away. I don't know why I mimed <laughs> that they were running with their arms because they're birds. But like... They were coming towards us. We were just like, oh, no, 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 this isn't happening. Why are you doing this? You're only provoking the situation. You're making it worse. Yeah. And <laughs> and your son, Lewis, uh, mm. was on school holidays. Oh, sorry. Yeah. My, my dog. My... Your <laughs> fair baby. I don't have a... Yeah. If this Your is fair child. Podcast, I don't have like a five-year-old son <laughs> that likes to kill guinea <laughs> Yeah. And I'm... Um, so the goat that George and I have as well had just has given birth to kids. Um, so we have which are baby goats, grandchildren no, further, now. No confusion. Yes, they are kids in the goat sense of the word. We got to meet the little kids yesterday. That was very nice. That's precious. They're very small. They wouldn't let us go anywhere near them, as goats, in the, the goats they're themselves. Like wouldn't. they're of Satan. Yes, they're that not is a. True. They're not of this world. No, they got an eerie energy to them. It's not a good energy. Goats don't have a good vibe. No. Well, I, oh. like, I like it. I like them. I like Jörg and Curly and Whirly. I wonder if there's anything in like human culture that sort of recognises this strangeness that's in goats. You could say. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there is. Uh, the spokesperson also noted that they had never personally witnessed an issue like this with the facilities giraffe in the 11 years they've worked there. So what were you doing wrong, lady? Hmm? I don't think the giraffe really did anything wrong. No, I think it slipped he slipped also i don't know why you got the sunroof open yeah that seems really one year old baby in the car and you're opening your sunroof yeah at the giraffe enclosure imagine if the giraffe just put its head in and just sort of like grabbed the baby like by its teeth around its head just (laughs) just lifted it out like it was on one of those claw machines yeah Yeah. just crunched on that little soft skull free baby yeah (laughs) Yeah, I probably would have closed that bad boy up. I get the allure, but the moment a giraffe is putting its head through the sunroof, you've got to be like, what if this pops off? This is why I advocate living for the safety first lifestyle. Mm. Nine times out of 10, nothing's going to happen while the giraffe head is inside your car. But if something does, it's going to be quite bad. Yeah, it's not going to be good. What if it, what if it like got startled by. You got uh, someone tried to call you and the dial tone came through on your Bluetooth on your car because they've got that now. And it was really loud. And the giraffe went, oh, fuck. And then it's cricked its neck on the side of the sunroof. And then you have a paralyzed giraffe hanging out of your I 30. And you're responsible. Are you prepared for that? You have to live with it. You have to see that sight for the rest of your life. They got to know that you as the (laughs) I 30 giraffe killer. That's all people anyone will think of you have. No matter what your achievements, that is what people will see you as. People will recognize you on the street. Holy fuck, it's the Hyundai i30 giraffe killer. She didn't close the sunroof, even though she knew the giraffe was heading towards her. And she didn't, have a, she didn't have a head unit turned down, even though she knew that maybe it would make a loud noise if her husband called. Yeah. Because he forgot what sort of milk they wanted, because he's sort of he's, like that. Because yeah, men, men are trash. Because my, my simple-ass husband is always forgetting which kind of milk we get. And then I killed a giraffe because of that. And I, I blame him, that. but everyone blames me. Yeah. And then there's your divorce. There's, yeah, that's 100% your divorce. He's like, for fuck's sake, there's so many kinds of milk and they all taste the same. I don't really care about this. 
Yeah. She's saying, you killed a giraffe, <laughs> Brant. Brant, you killed that giraffe Brand, and killed everyone blamed me. It. For the record, I don't think there's any model of the Hyundai i30 that comes with a um, sunroof. sunroof. So don't write in about that. We know, okay? What was most important, the spokesperson said, was that both Hill's family and the giraffe left the incident okay. For her part, Hill is a little concerned that she didn't quite get her money's worth for the trip. Quote, I spent $89 on admission and we didn't even get a quarter of the way through the facility, Hill said. <laughs> That's your fault. You could have kept driving. Yeah, you could have. Well, you got a broken windshield? You're driving at like 10 k's an hour. Who cares? What, the rhino's going to jump through your front windshield? You know, no, sorry. This is contradictory to what I was saying earlier about the safety first lifestyle. Yeah, I think prob- it probably was best right to go home. You, you should have left. But also... I don't think you could be like, hey, we should get a refund because the giraffe smashed our windshield. Yeah, but they shouldn't have to ask, Ben. They shouldn't have to ask is what they're saying. Don't make me be a Karen because your giraffe is clumsy. I feel like you had the most intimate wildlife encounter of all. Yeah, like you got your money's worth. A real real thing happened to you and you're, you're mad? If you're in the driver's seat of that car and that giraffe's head smashed the windshield, you were like... Face to face with the giraffe, literally face to face with that giraffe. You're in nature. Mm. I don't know what to tell you, lady. Yeah, that's right. You're basically a price tag. Can you put on that? Yeah, a lot of people would pay thousands of dollars for exactly that experience. And you got it for ninety dollars and a new windshield. Yeah, well, if her insurance covered it, she didn't say. Uh, In the meantime, she's waiting to see how her car insurance company replies to the report she's filed on the incident. Uh, They're hundred percent not giving you any money. They just replied yeah. versus no, it didn't. <laughs> that's it. She said the park told her they are not responsible for the incident due to a statement customers signed before entering the facility that reads: "Fossil Rim Wildlife Center assumes no liability for damages to vehicles, people, or property as a revolt- result of any interactions with the animals and facilities." No liability for damages to people. That's pretty rough. There is absolutely no way that could. I'm not a lawyer. I just feel like if like a rhino hit your car so hard it killed one of the occupants, there would be like yeah. a yeah, modicum like, of life. Like, I just feel, a, oh, you signed this thing. Rhino. Yeah. You should have got a, got a tougher car than the Hyundai i30. Yeah. You should have brought your Dodge Ram in here. Yeah. Yeah. Get in that <laughs> lifted F-150. Start rolling coal. <laughs> it's the only thing they respect. Yeah. Yeah. Rhino starts charging you. You're like, I've been waiting for this moment my whole life. You roll the most coal anyone has ever seen. It goes, oh, shit. All right. I didn't realize. Mm. I'm going to leave you alone. I respect you, Brandt. Quote, it was such a quick freak accident, Hill said. I'm glad it wasn't worse. Cars can be replaced. People can't. Yeah, we can't make new people. There's no way. No people way can I've easily be replaced. It's really easy to make them. It's one of the easiest and most fun things you can do. Am yeah. I right? Well, yeah. the first part. It seems like it's pretty arduous after that, but not my problem. Yeah, I can't make them anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Easy yeah. for some. Easy for some, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Podcasts. They're nature's greatest natural resource, and it's important that they're harvested sustainably. Editing, production, fart sound effects. These are all important resources from our local ecosystems. That's why we're asking you to go to patreon.com slash Vista and pledge five US dollars a month to help support the healthy growth of a homegrown podcast like Bunta Vista. 
In exchange, you'll get an extra sustainably farmed episode every week, access to our Discord, and a naturally pristine, promo-free podcast feed. Thank you for helping look after one of nature's most precious resources. <laughs> this could have gone much worse. And uh, you better believe that if a lady in Texas had been killed by a giraffe slipping over and slamming into the front windshield of her car, killing her instantly, that would have made it into a little segment we like to call the Ripping Report. I'm itching for another edition of the Ripping Report. Uh, this is the segment where we do a roundup of uh, tragic freak deaths that have occurred in the last week. Here we go. A 68-year-old woman in Olds, Canada, died in the parking lot of a no-frills supermarket after she was run over by her own car. Yeah. You want to be on the inside. Got to be on the inside of that car. Her own car, like, was somebody driving it? No, nobody else was driving it. Oh, and by the way, if you're from the, like, American continent... Uh, over there, put your fucking handbrake on. Put your handbrake on. Put, put your, your handbrake, handbrake on. on. What do you think put it's your, for? You, you weirdos. Oh, what's this weird armrest I've got here? It's not even comfortable. It's a handbrake. Yeah. Emergency brake? Pull it on. The emergency is that maybe your car will run you over yeah. and kill yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, and just kill you. Yeah. Like a chimp that's turned against its owner. Yeah, mm. exactly like that. That's right. I wonder if Canadians use handbrakes, actually. Yeah. Because we've only, we've only seen the data, because this is a very data-driven podcast yeah. from yeah. an informal poll that we did on uh, Twitter. I feel like the Canadians are a little more sensible. They're a little so. more yeah, they're sensible. First. They're not a silly people. We've got right. some Canadian listeners. If you use the handbrake like the people in a normal country do. See, I feel like they would be getting North American models of cars over there, which... Mm. is the reason why Americans are so horrified of the handbrake is they didn't have a lot of manual cars and they see it as a freakish, strange thing. Oh, right. Right. Maybe. I don't but know. It, if... it's to stop your car from rolling over you. Yeah. <laughs> in the yeah. no-fills parking lot. As we've lot. gone over in that episode that we did, um, there are actually lots of good reasons to put your handbrake on even if you're not on a on a hill. And if you yeah. try and argue with us about this, I swear to fucking God. Yeah. No, you didn't. You'll yeah. lose. You will lose. We've hashed out our <laughs> logic and facts-based arguments in a podcast episode, and you have no right of reply. A 76-year-old man in South Carolina died while mowing the lawn with a tractor when the tractor hit an embankment, ejecting him from the tractor. The tractor continued towards him, and he became trapped between the Ford 1620 tractor and the Bush Hog uh, mowing attachment. Oh, my God. So yeah. That's basically jet- a worst case scenario. That's for- final destination stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He had what happened to that lady, but a million times worse. Yeah, and he was inside oh, it. Boy. Yeah. So I think the difference here, if we were to compare these two deaths, is that uh, this the 76-year-old man is definitely gaining entry into Valhalla. Because he died in woman. battle uh, with, the bush riding with the bushhog attachment. That's right. The lady I'm not so sure about. Mm. I don't know if she's sitting... The table with her forefathers drinking mead in doesn't Valhalla. It feels spiritually like a battle in the no frills parking lot. It doesn't. There's a little, and I don't want to diminish the deaths of either of these people. I just yeah. feel like one of them, he's he's drinking from a drinking horn and he's feasting on various game meats. Mm. He, right now, he's thrilled. So, congratulations to that 76 year old man. You are our Valhalla entrant <laughs> of the week. 
sometimes uh, life can be a little bit dramatic. Just those two? Yeah, that's it. And I also don't have the, the freak survival one either. To sort of yeah. bring the tone back up, on couldn't, couldn't find any. I just found it's fine. The tone of this episode's been great so far. Yeah, don't even worry about it. Um, <laughs> there's another place where we check out things that are dramatic, and it's in the very shop worn segment, Pickleball Drama Watch. It's time for Pickleball Drama Watch. <laughs> this is where we talk about drama that's been happening in the pickleball world. Uh, We covered pickleball in an earlier episode. This is from the South Gibson Star Times in Indiana. Criminal mischief at pickleball court to be investigated. And pickleball is... Oh, pickleball. It's fucking everybody's bloody talking about pickleball these days. We were really ahead of the curve on pickleball, I want to say. There's been a lot of different things we're just like, but kind of like... Give me a quick rundown. Soothsayers for culture. Mm. We're sort of like... Uh, We're reading uh, the tea leaves. I was a Mandius looking at all of the television sets at the same time and getting the general vibe. Yeah. I read literally dozens of articles a week from yeah. across the world and I can really, you know, I'm figuring out what's happening on in Pickleball. I'm like, I'm like Ozymandias if he had a chest infection and he was sort of just like dragging himself from bed to podcast, pausing in between to yell at his children. That's yeah. so Ozymandias. That's so Ozymandias. <laughs> Ozymandias coded. That's so Ozymandias. <laughs> it's giving Ozymandias. <laughs> A report of criminal mischief, among other potential charges, have Fort Branch town officials looking for answers. Local resident and pickleball player Scott... Ma- oh, sorry, should I explain what pickleball is, Lucy? Yeah, is just that- give me a yeah. quick one. Uh, pickleball is tennis for seniors, except lots of people play it. So it's like, uh, it's basically tennis played on like a half court Mm -hmm. and like, there's a few different rules and I think the rackets may be different as well, but it's meant to be way easier on people who have maybe like joint problems or aren't quite as fit to be able to run. Yeah. So it's apparently it's very popular. That's what I've heard. One of the guys on IA dude just started playing pickleball as well, which is absolutely fucking crazy to me. Um, and that tidbit only really matters to me local resident and pickleball player scott mason spoke for a group of volunteers and fellow players at wednesday's fort branch town council meeting about an issue that recently arose at the town park mason said that he and a group of pickleball enthusiasts volunteered to improve the courts at the park in the spring with the town providing the materials mason said that as popularity in the sport rose the number of players increased according to mason at this point One of the original volunteers became upset for unknown reasons. (laughs) Okay, there's drama. Volunteer has entered a fey mood. (laughs) I am absolutely convinced, and I this is based on nothing. There's no further details available about this. Don't know anything about the people involved, but this is a wife fucking situation for sure. Oh, you think people's wives are getting fucked left, right, and center at pickable wives? Yeah, and wives are doing the fucking as well. Wives are fucking as well. I don't want to seem like they're a passive participant in this, but yeah, I think a wife did some fucking or was fucked, and this was the center of some pickable by a different pickable player. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All within the pickleball community. Everyone's playing pickleball and only some people are Sexually adventurous people, pickleball players. Sexually adventurous pickleball players are perhaps straying out of the boundaries of what people's arrangements with their partners are. Mm -hmm. Maybe some pickleball players are practicing ethical non-monogamy and maybe some others aren't. 
and maybe mm. those lines are getting blurred. And then all of a sudden, someone says, "Wait a damn second, Brand had enough of this." You've and that's definitely that's definitely what's happened here. I agree. Yeah, hundred percent. That's the number one source of drama in people over forty. Is a sort of a wife fucking. Is a wife fucking. Yeah, yeah, hundred yes. percent. Totally. Yeah. Mason said he tried to call the player and was told by the upset party that he would go to the park and take up the net he provided and would paint over the lines. Listen up, motherfucker, I'm taking my shit. Yeah. If I can't play pickleball anymore because my heart is broken because of a wife-fucking situation, no one's playing pickleball. You see my kit, my caboodle? Yeah. Taking that shit home. I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm packing up my stuff and I'm going, I'm also taking your stuff. I'm actually taking everyone's stuff. There is you no have my stuff wife. here. Yeah. But I'll take everything else. And yeah. I'm painting the floor as well before Have I fun go. fucking my wife because you won't be having fun playing pickleball. <laughs> <laughs> Which will probably give you even more time. Yeah, I bet you feel like an idiot. <laughs> uh, shortly after the call, players at the park found a net removed and the lines at one of the courts had been uh, covered by asphalt sealer. A man Smith good scorned. on his word. I want to know how shortly. I wish they'd been more specific because if we're talking like half an hour, like, That'd be guess great. what? Where'd you get the asphalt sealer from? How do yeah, you do that? even buy that? Premeditated. This guy he, knows his stuff. He rent yeah. that from a, a Lowe's or a Maynard's. What have they got over there? Home and Deep. Home Depot. Uh, Home Depot. Is it the ho- the H Deep? Did you go to the? Did you go to H Deep for that? Yeah. Did you just H Deep at asphalt sealer? <laughs> <laughs> because a wife fucking situation. The Popping down community? the H Deep. Some wife fucking pickleball. <laughs> Guy at the counter is like, "Oh, what are you going to use this for?" Oh, there was a wife fucking. So I got to go down to the pickleball courts. Pickleball courts. Yeah. You wouldn't believe how, how often I hear that story. People coming in here. <laughs> Guy checks the first box on the list of reasons. Okay, yeah. Right. yeah it checks <laughs> out. Mason tried to explain the situation without giving up the name of the alleged person. That's a very Alleged. funny construction. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> he might have actually been a duplicitous little rat instead of a person. <laughs> I feel like uh, we've said this before, but people that maybe don't have like a strong background in journalism or the law kind of think of the word alleged as like a magic word you just use to yeah. ward off stuff, but they don't mm. know where to place it. I'm going to say this person is probably definitely a person you don't have to allege that they are yeah but are they an alleged aggrieved wife fucked pickleball player who's gone to h deep and yes. asphalt sealed the pee-ball courts alleged cuck alleged cuck <laughs> <laughs> why didn't you just write without giving up the name of the alleged cuck yeah why didn't you write yeah, that it's right there oh, why don't they let us write the article <laughs> Uh, but town attorney Sandra Hicks said that she needed the name of the person after the meeting. Now, they don't actually say whether Scott Mason, the, the person sort of spearheading this campaign, I don't know what this is, mm. uh, whether he squealed or not. Yeah. I'm very I, I curious. I think Scott Mason, like, is the person. Oh, my God. I think Scott very Mason quick to go to the is news. the cuck. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Hey, someone did this amazingly cool thing as a sort of revenge for a wife fucking. Can't tell you who he is, though. Bet he's really handsome. I bet he's <laughs> great at pickleball. <laughs> Shame he can't play anymore because of the dope thing that he did to the pickleball courts. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, board member Scott DeLong said that the town would look into replacing the materials to bring the court back up for play, as well as the need to look into adding more courts in the future. So maybe this is a false flag, you know? You think like, that, a, like an insurance job or like they just want their pickable courts updated by the council? They've tried everything yeah. to get funding. Every legal route has been exhausted. All you had to do was fuck that guy's wife. Yeah. <laughs> you had to start a long chain of events. <laughs> First, I start harassing him at work so that he's always in a bad mood. Their relationship starts to deteriorate. She starts spending more time at the pickleball courts. She meets a lovely, charming guy. They start fucking. Then from mm. there... It's a simple another five steps until you have multiple pickleball courts where you previously had one. The perfect crime. Perfect crime. Worth it. Infinite pickleball glitch. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You can just keep repeating this. It's sort of like the uh, potion glitch in Morrowind where yeah. if you increased your intelligence with a potion, it would make your next increased intelligence potion better. Except you start with one pickleball court, you go to... Two, then three, and then five. They should have left that in instead of making bad games. They should have just kept not changing Morrowind instead of adding more games to the franchise. Put Morrowind on the Switch, Todd. Stop making your fucking Starfields and your Elder Scroll Sixes and your whatever else you make. Give the people what they want. Put Morrowind on the Steam Deck. Yeah. Oh, you could oh, probably, probably get. Yeah, you yeah, probably get. More. Fuck, do I need? No, no I can't. I'm not getting a Steam Deck. No. This it's twenty bucks. They need a sort of laptop that you can move around portably. Yeah. You play more. Well, that you that could maybe. take with you. Yeah. Sort of portable laptop. Portable. Bill Gates, <laughs> if you're listening to this, we just made no. you a million dollars. Which he he's, is. <laughs> he's retired. That's why the world's so fucked up. Yeah. Well, who's going to be his next successor? Who's going to? Come up with a type of computer you can move. Hick told Mason that he would need to make a statement to police in the matter as well. Glad I got that last sentence in. It really added. Yeah, it really more, added. More yeah. details to the story. It's a little bow. Yeah. Hey, another place that you hear. I'm so bad at these segues. You can't just say another place that we hear about a thing is at this place. But another style of small town drama news story that you often read, you will find in the British tabloids. It's time for Tabloid Phenomenon. Fist-headed man destroys church. Now, I know that this is a... We're a non-political podcast now. We don't talk about politics. We're not taking sides. We're not taking sides at all. And, like, this is obviously... A heavier subject matter than a comedy current events podcast should probably get into. You don't need to hear what podcasters think about this, have them weigh in on this at all. And I probably should have resisted the temptation, but... Are we wading in? We might have to wade in, just because sometimes you see something that's so important that you can't not speak up. I Mm. guess we're wading in. Uh, Yeah, it looks like we're wading in. I'm thinking we're wading in. This is from the Doncaster Free Press. Woman sees paragliders in skies over Doncaster and fears it's an attack by Hamas. Yeah. <laughs> Lady, <laughs> it isn't. I don't think yeah. that it is. They're not coming for Doncaster. I don't want to take sides here. I don't want to put out any political opinions. No. 
I don't think that Hamas is coming for a Doncaster. Huh? I think Hamas has their hands full currently. They've got a lot on their plate. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the angry resident saw the craft, similar to those used in the attack on a music festival in Israel, is which it? killed hundreds. I don't, is it I don't similar? think it was. I don't it, think it was. It is. No, she is correct on that point. Um, oh. uh, Hamas did actually use powered uh, paragliders as part of the attack on that thing, which is crazy in and of itself. The fact that this woman is this across the news to know that detail about that, but to then be like, they're coming for Doncaster? Oh, they, no, they love, they love amping the, like, they love scaring the shit out of themselves with this stuff. <sighs> they do, yeah. don't they? It's like when after 9-11, everyone was like, they're coming for the Sydney Harbour Bridge next. Yeah. They're going to take out the Opera House. They're going to crash. They're going to uh, take out Crown Casino. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to take several Qantas flights and smash them into Centrepoint Tower. <laughs> They're we going to destroy done. the beautiful Brisbane powerhouse. Oh, my and God. And what will be of culture then? Yeah. Going to fly into well, we Hobart and we don't crash really have anything else. directly into the Cat and Fiddle Arcade. <laughs> Just. Well, this is why they were, they, were so, they were so wise to build MoMA underground. Because mm. it yes. would have been 9-11 otherwise. He was a... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it is just by the grace of that man's good forward planning mm. that there was no Mona 9-11. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And Thank I'm saying Moma and Mona interchangeably. You are, yes. And I, I wasn't even going to correct you. It's Mona. Moma is the one in New York. Oh, it, I mean, New I, and now Modern, I, they mean the same thing, right? No, no. There's a good There's a good rubric because what's his name? The the guy that made lots of money from gambling. David and then, Walsh. David Walsh. David Walsh and then turned it around to build Riven Underground, which is... <laughs> Did, as cringe it? as cringe as he is, it's it's a fucking cool thing to do with your it, money. You yeah. can't like go into that building and even if you're like an insufferable art person, you're like his intentionally the provocative choices shit, are very yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah. That building is dope. It's it's dope. That's it's dope so as good. hell. It's undeniably dope. Yeah. Um That's what rich people used to do. Build cool like Build cool shit. Palaces and shit from earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean get the like, slaves well, to do it and whatever, but yeah. yeah, but at least they had like vanity projects where you'd look at it and you'd be like, that's so fucking stupid it rules. Yeah. And I had I don't care that he has the, the two reserved car park spaces at Mona that are like God and God's wife or whatever. Okay. Great. Yeah. That's that's the level of insufferability that I would be aiming for if I had money. Yes. I think. Yeah. But and yeah, look, he was right. He was right to build it underground. And so they can't nine eleven it. I think it is still like mostly above ground. It's just mm, that you so. it you start at the top level if you come from the car park, but you start from the bottom if you come from the ferry. Yeah, I think, right. You do start from the bottom if you come from the ferry. Mm. In this and many other start things. Start from the bottom if you come from the ferry. That's yeah. so true. <laughs> Uh, the residents of the craft, similar blah blah blah, soaring through the skies above Armthorpe over the weekend. Yeah. Hamas isn't in Armthorpe. Hamas will never be in Armthorpe. I'm willing to put take that to the bank. I'm putting 10 grand on there will be no Hamas in Armthorpe. Here's a little um, mnemonic you can use to figure out if you're being attacked by Hamas. It's not a mnemonic, but it's a little thing you can use. Am I in Armthorpe? Yes. It's not Hamas. Yeah. It's Just definitely 100% not Hamas. Taking to social media, she wrote... Whoever thought it was funny to parasail over the village, it was in extremely poor taste. Take your twisted hatred somewhere else. 
So she doesn't think it was Hamas. Yeah. She thinks someone was deliberately doing this in poor taste to pretend like they were Hamas. Well, I mean, you're going to be you're going to be on those powered gliders straight after that, showing your. Uh... This is one of the most fraught time for powered gliders that there yeah. has ever been. You got to take uh, a day off. I don't know. Yeah. Her next sentence here: uh, there was two parachutes with engines like Hamas used at that festival. Gave me a fright. So for a brief second, I think she entertained the thought. This is Hamas. Yeah. My Hamas will be grass because of Hamas, I guess, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is the thought that went through her head. Ask grass or Hamas. No one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> we're that's... not waiting in. Mm-hmm. Well, we are waiting in. Uh, and imagine how good those sentences would have been if Andrew had done them in his Monty Python British old lady voice. <laughs> oh, well. Another resident pointed out the craft were local paragliding enthusiasts simply enjoying their hobby, writing, quote, they have been about for the last few weekends. I mean, I'm sure they'll be sorry they gave you a fright, but you can't be serious with this post. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be. I'd be. I'd be happy. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be delighted if I thought I'd given this lady a fright. I get that. monocle fall out. This sort of weird paranoia is like a symptom of. You know, there's an overwhelming fear and despair when you read world news, mm. and it's hard to know what to do with that. Your cortisol levels, they're right up there. You feel like that stress is happening to you. Our simple animal brain is being tricked, you know, into thinking that we're in immediate danger because the whole world is in danger. And mm. I mean, we are because of the climate crisis, but that's a different thing. But the outlet is not like this kind of insane paranoia. Again, it strikes me as... Uh, truly alien to me and and like my my entire entire being that she would be wrong about what something is get a fright and then call the news to be to say hey uh there was a paraglider i thought it was hamas but it turns out i'm a dumb bitch make sure you write that down but she, yeah she posted make it sure on you social write that media down, put it uh, put it in social media yeah. make sure as many people can see this as possible the time when i thought that a powered glider over Bainsbury was Hamas. Bainsbury, yeah. Make sure everyone knows that. I'm going to put that up for everyone to see. I'm assuming she's posted this in like the Armthorpe community page on Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. The 100%. Armthorpe community bulletin or whatever. Like you could have that thought. And you, then realise it was silly. Yeah. Laugh at yourself. Laugh at yeah. yourself. Have some Don't humility. About it. Yes. Yeah. Be like. Oh, gracious. I am getting a bit silly sometimes, aren't I? I thought those paragliding enthusiasts were Hamas and that Hamas <laughs> was in Armthorpe. What a silly little moment I had. Yeah. Oh, well, time to go about my day. That's one of those me thoughts. Yes. Yeah. Just for me. I thought oh, just my for me. What a wonderful concept. You guys ever have a thought you don't? You don't share immediately with others? All you kind of just keep that to yourself. You're That's like a little grist for the mill. Little secret thought just for you. When you're, yeah. you know, when you're hanging out with friends and you're taking a sip of your drink and you think, what if I just bit into the glass right now? Yeah. That's a me thought. You don't have to tell your friends, how crazy would it be if I bit into this glass right now? I was just mm. thinking it would be mm, crazy. Blood going everywhere, yeah. Yeah. Me thoughts. That's a little exercise that you can do. You, the listener, is sometimes just a little homework for you. You thoughts into you, me thought your me thoughts, mm-hmm. and then your everyone thoughts. Have a think and just let it let it dissolve into your body. Yeah. Experience the thought yes. fully. Yeah, and, and let it don't, wash over. Don't go on the wash internet away. 
Imagine that the me thought is a leaf floating on a river and you're watching the river and you acknowledge it and you see it and you understand it and you know where it came from, but you let it pass you by. And the river takes it away. And you could sort of anything unpleasant or annoying, Mm. you can do that with anything. And that's how you become normal. By yeah, the simple Punta Vista system. <laughs> yeah, ben, ben is literally describing cognitive behavioral therapy. Oh, no, that'd be crazy. For, for free. <laughs> yeah, that's right. For free, you don't have to go to your doctor and get a referral and six. Are they free anymore? The I think they give you the, the, the 10 free sessions. Get like six no, it's or six. Ten. It's six, six, and then you've got to ask ten. for more. Yeah, mm. Please, please, can I have some more mental I'm health? I'm still very so. unwell. I'm still. <laughs> I'm not cured yet. <laughs> I have depression quite badly and possibly some other mental illnesses. Yeah, good luck out there, though. Why yeah, not just hey. get it from a podcast of people who all have extreme mental illness? Yeah, Except for Andrew. Right. Except for Andrew. Who's just fine, yeah. seemingly. He enjoys it's things. You could catch him playing Call of Duty. He experiences joy. Yeah, he does. Yeah, you can check him out cooking some things in his smoker. He's motivated. He has spoken recently about having some um, difficult brain times recently, but talking yeah. about it as if it's a novelty, which yeah. is crazy. And I don't want to diminish anyone's experience. The other day. He's, like, yeah, he's like, I think I've been depressed. You're like, yeah. motherfucker. But then You're I put on True old. Lies. Yeah. <laughs> then I put on a dog shit movie with Eric Estrada in it <laughs> at three in the morning before I go to my office job in the morning. Yeah. And I feel great again. Never been better. Yeah. Um, and if your friends come to you with their mental health problems, don't roast them about it on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. You have yeah. some me thoughts about it. <laughs> yes. These are podcast thoughts. Those are the two types of thoughts you could have. Yeah. Me thoughts and podcast thoughts. Uh, replying, she wrote, Thought it was some kind of scare tactic or protest. Yes. You thought the protest was paragliding like Hamas did. Like... I mean, we don't need to wade in here. People not being able to separate Hamas from Palestine, whatever, that is fine. Okay, not fine. But what who, What do you think is in happening? Aid of. To, to what end? The, to what like, end? Some people are like, I live in Armthorpe and I believe that Palestine should be free. I am going to rent a paraglider. Yeah. Learn to paraglide. <laughs> Learn to paraglide and then do that because it's similar to one of the things that Hamas used in an attack on an Israeli music festival. Just have a little think sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, Just turn an idea second. around in your mind. Yes. Not everything's urgent. Yes, that's another great mental health Just, thing. That's a good practice is to have a thought and just wait two minutes. Yeah. Set a timer. Yeah. yeah. Let it roll over in your head a few times. Have the thought and think, do I need to respond to this right now or can I let it percolate a little bit and then go, oh, it was very fucking stupid to think that this was Hamas adjacent. Hmm. I'm crazy. (laughs) But not in the the way that needs, yeah. No, not in a way that needs help or sympathy. (laughs) In a way where you're just weird. And you know what? I'm not, I don't know anything about her. I'm going to say... Racist. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. she's yeah. Yeah. getting in the comments of local news stories. Yeah. First of all, she's British. And she's saying, well, Pretty how suspicious. come, you know, Romanians get six months of the year as Romanian <laughs> six months. Why do we give them a holiday and not us? 
She's posting stuff like that all the time. Yeah, she's racist against like races you never even thought about. She's doing other posts in the Armthorpe community group, like Polish man looked at my groceries. Mm. Saw a Polish man on my street today. Hamas? Hamas? (laughs) Polish Hamas? I'm I'm burying my potatoes either way. (laughs) Hey, maybe this lady is racist, but we all have faults. (laughs) And that's something that we explore in a segment that we and anyone who refers to it calls Poe Buddy's Nerfect. Nobody's nerfect, no, no, nobody's nerfect, no, whoopsie daisy, nobody's nerfect, no. This comes to us from WHP in Pennsylvania, The Whip. The Whip. Customer, quote, accidentally mails gun to urban outfitters in Pennsylvania. <laughs> There's no way that was an accident. <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's threatening to mail someone a gun. It's a very explicit threat, but it does provide a small issue where you no longer yeah, have the gun. They, yeah, and they, and have, they the have got gun. a gun, yeah. Hey, this means maybe next time I'll shoot you. P.S. I have enclosed a return postage. Can you please send the gun back to me? Retail companies receive returns all the time, but it's not often that a business receives a firearm with the return. That's the classic. I feel like the same person writes all of these articles. Yeah. 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 Every American news story starts with that sentence, like regardless of what it is. chat GPT special, maybe. I mean, they probably all are. Yeah. It's not every day that, and then you just put whatever. It's not mm. every day that five people are killed at a tragic house fire, but it happened today too. <laughs> you know. Well, that exact bizarre situation unfolded at an Urban Outfitters retail distribution center in Salisbury Township, Pennsylvania on Monday. Pennsylvania State Police, PSP, like the video game console. Like the video game console? Yeah. What? Hey, you guys remember the PlayStation what? Portable? Hey, they playing Lumines on those guys over there? They playing um with those those little discs. I want yeah, one of those things discs. so bad. Yeah, yeah, it was shit house. Yeah, it was shit house. <laughs> I'm so glad I never got one. <laughs> it looked like shit, but in a way that I think now Zoomers would find cool. Oh, yeah, now they're absolutely. on that early two thousands yeah. bullshit. You'd be like, oh, all those buttons are very smooth. <laughs> uh, PSP Lancaster confirmed that staff reported a found gun. <laughs> wonderful terminology yeah. that had been dis- discovered in a return package. The company released a statement about the incident. Quote, a member of our customer service team was notified that a firearm was mistakenly included in a returns package. Thanks to the quick and effective work of our customer service and loss prevention teams and our logistics partner, the package was secured and immediately handed over to state police. The safety of our employees is our top priority. The package at no point entered our typical returns inspection process and no employees were ever in danger during the incident. The gun was revealed to be a Smith & Wesson 38 caliber revolver. Oh, fuck yeah. That is such a dope gun to mail to somebody. I was, I was picturing like a shitty little that regular automatic handgun yeah, or whatever. Yeah, just like a, a plastic uh, polymer Glock clone piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. 
But now we know they got the they got the thirty eight, the revolver. Yeah, that's bulky as well. We got a wide side profile. Huh. But, you know, you'd see that in a package. I would have thought. There's a very vulnerable, hard boiled detective out there. Yeah. Completely without a thirty eight revolver right now. Gunless. Yeah. A, a gunless detective. A gunless Gun- detective. Double crossed by a dame, and he's like, <laughs> reaches into his sock. He remembers. Oh, f- fuck, I mailed it. He returned his socks to Urban Outfitters yeah. and Imagine left the you gun in there. Accidentally, you put this in the big red post box and you realize what you've done. Pat- but you can't get it out. Your holsters. You can't like, open oh, that thing. Oh. You can't just be like, fuck. I'm gonna have You're to holding ram two that fingers fucker. up in the air like it's a gun, like that helps you find it. Like, oh. Oh, <laughs> I was holding bang, it. Bang, bang. Yeah, pulling. Tr- oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was putting it in my mouth and it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. Uh, after a further investigation, officers determined that the customer who mailed the return accidentally left the weapon inside a return package that they mailed to the company. Why what? were you holding your gun while you were returning your Urban Outfitters well, clothing to, that didn't fit? He had to wrap it. He needs two hands, so he's <laughs> taking the gun out of his mouth for a moment. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to put this down somewhere safe here. He tried to hold it just in his mouth just by sort of putting <laughs> the barrel at his teeth, but it was triggering his gag reflex. <laughs> he had to put it down somewhere. Put it inside Ready a to return package. End a re- it all. Like, and this would be a dedicated urban the package outfit that comes return with package, the right? urban outfit. Yeah. Maybe he's tried on the clothes. They don't fit. Yeah. Gun in yeah. the mouth. Yeah. And then he thinks, no, I'm going to return it. I'm just going to get the bigger size. You but that, look, that he's feeling. posted it. He's gone all the way to from wrapping it and posting it without needing your gun. Oh, that's good. That's healthy. Well, yeah, mm. buddy. Maybe have a think. Do you need it? Do you need it? Marie yeah. Kondo. Or does it need you? If Did you, you miss put it? it in the back yeah. of the cupboard and then you just don't touch it because you don't see it anymore, or if you put it in a return package to Urban Outfitters and you, it didn't even click with you. Mm. Maybe you didn't need it at all. If, if you haven't used your gun in a year, it's time to let it go. Take your Smith & Wesson 38 <laughs> revolver, spin it on your finger. Does it spark joy? <laughs> Pro- like probably. <laughs> well, yeah, that's fun as hell. When you Keep your- it. Well, it's yours. Keep it. Mm. You don't need it anymore. Yeah. You didn't need that gun. There's something to think about. Put it in the e-waste section. Leave it in the forest somewhere for some teens to find. Yeah, leave it in the forest. They're probably having a scary time. One they need bag, a gun. One you might revolver. save a life. That's right. Because at the start of the movie, it's all whimsy. But by the end of the movie, yeah. shit's getting dark. Yeah, but imagine But imagine if they found a gun. Yeah. Bye-bye, man. Not so scary now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we're being followed by some sort of creature. Wow. Yeah, stop blasting. <laughs> <laughs> you got six bullets. Make them count. <laughs> Are you telling me they got six bye-bye men? No. <laughs> <laughs> they had six <laughs> bye-bye men. Authorities state the gun has since been removed from the scene and entered into evidence for safekeeping. So a cop took it home. Evidence of he what? He absolutely took it home. Evidence right. of a gun? Yeah. Uh, we know that the gun was in the package because here it is. Pointing it is. At the gun. Yeah. Guy just like, cop picks it up and goes, I'll have this. Yeah. Gun mine now. Yeah. This is mine. This is mine. This is yeah. my gun. Well, 3.30, time to go home. <laughs> <laughs> my phone will be off. Take this, take this gun home to my wife and children. <laughs> hey, that was absolutely an episode of the podcast, Bud Vista. Thank you so much for joining us. If you like what you heard, consider supporting us on Patreon. If you didn't, that is shocking that you stuck around to the final minutes. But um, I admire good, you, Moxie. Good for you, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
Sometimes you just have to check to see whether you really do hate something. Every now and again. <laughs> and now you know. <laughs> but now you know for certain. <laughs> Maybe I'll like Punta Vista again this time. Yeah, really Maybe didn't like won't. it last year. <laughs> Maybe you won't. Yeah, Maybe they got better. They didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Completely <laughs> the opposite, if anything. They seem like more stuck in a rut than ever. <laughs> they found their groove. <laughs> and not in the like sense of... <laughs> three episodes in a row of them talking about putting a gun in them. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's the same person who brings that up every time. Hard to yeah. imagine. Um, oh, no, I did it this time. Uh, we're distributed. <laughs> distributing that around. We're Thanks. drift compatible. That's why. <laughs> we all are. That's the beauty of podcasting. We are. Uh, we will see you next week or possibly sooner if you support us on Patreon. Have just a lovely week. Yeah. Have a great week. Have a great week. Thrive out there. Enjoy yourself. Stay frosty. Get a little sexy with it. Feel yourself. Wear something a little sluttier than you normally would. Yeah. Take some photos. Send them to us. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Don't, please. Uh, do not. Under no do circumstances. Not do that. Do, yeah, no. <laughs> Unless, like, you're looking really good with it, you know yeah, for no, certain. No, no, Unless no. you're really no. hot. Yeah, if you're, like, really hot, then maybe. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.